why I travel the world and don't live in one place anymore. So I used to live in New York City and it was amazing. It was a dream of mine for so long to do. But I remember being a little girl and dreaming of traveling the world and seeing the world and all that it had to offer. And I remember I always envisioned myself owning my own business and working for myself completely. I didn't know how big I could scale it, but this has been a cool ride and I'm just getting started. I'm just a baby business owner and it's so stinking cool. But I travel the world because I was basically fed up with America and society and how much consumerism is. I always have loved traveling. I, I studied abroad in college and I've always loved warm weather and I remember thinking I want to live by the beach one day. That's what I want to do. And now that I literally live by the ocean, it's like a block away that way in Costa Rica, I don't think I could ever live in the cold now that I've lived in really, really warm weather. But when I lived in America, I was just so fascinated by how much people loved stuff. They loved like objects and buying things and they had to fill their home and I never really understood or felt like I fit in. Like I tried joining a sorority and I dropped out of that and disaffiliated. I tried like, I could never get into like the football games and like the classic white girl American stuff. I, I just felt like I never really fit in with normal society. And so when I majored in dance, that was like, I can't believe you're majoring in dance. And I always remember saying to people that said question it although now I think about it no one really questioned it or maybe it was just an internal monologue in my head I would say think like it doesn't matter like I'm I, it's not your problem it's what I'm going to do with my life and so that level of ownership has always allowed me to be able to travel and jump country to country now I see a lot of people say they want to travel but they're actually really afraid to just like People will say they want to start a business, but they're terrified of starting a business. They don't actually do it. They just want to dream. And I see this a lot with traveling. I started traveling in 2020 when you know what was going on around in the world. And I have my own thoughts on that. I don't believe in that thing at all. I'm whatever. It's a whole other video. But I was traveling in the, in the heat of it, like when everything was red zone, don't do anything. And, and I traveled anyways. And everyone was like, oh my God, be safe. And it was so funny. I did a solo trip right after I quit my job to San Diego. And it was incredible. I remember lying on the beach in San Diego and I had like the cutest little Airbnb. I was working my business. I was going to meet a client in San Diego. I was going to meet one of my mentors up up north, I think she was in LA at the time, or Santa Monica, and I rented a car, and I remember watching the surfers, and I would eat like these nutrition bars that I was selling for a network marketing company, and I was also running events for a coaching company online, I was doing manifestation workshops online, dance workshops, some dance coaching, I think I had, did I have a client at that time? No, but I did these move and manifest workshops. The point of this is to say, I went by myself and I remember telling my dad, I'm going to do a solo trip to California. And he was like, why would you go alone? Like, why would you want to do that? And that's a whole other subject. But I remember just thinking like, I don't care. This is my life. I'm going to do whatever I want to do. So I started there and I remember girls would reach out to me. Some old coworkers reach out to me and they'd be like, I want to solo travel, but I'm so afraid. And I was like, okay, like, I don't know how to relate to you. Like, just do it. I, you know, I, I don't know how to teach these things. It's just, 
It's just who I am. And so you have to switch your identity of who you are. And I probably wouldn't have done a solo trip, you know, two years prior to that, but I started taking risks. Can you start taking more risks, more risks? So many people are so risk adverse, like they don't like to challenge their life, but you won't know what you're capable of until you're out in the field. So I took that solo trip and then I was living in New York City and I was like, I got to get out of here. This sucks. And so I booked a one month trip to Costa Rica because I had been to Costa Rica before in this town that I'm living in now. And I said, I'm going to one day, this was in 2018, I visited Tamarindo. I said, one day I'm going to live in Tamarindo. I'm going to be my own boss and I'm going to work for myself. And I do. And it's so crazy because what you speak about is what you bring about. It's, it's, that's a prime example. And I do this all the time in my life. So I, <laughs> so I, I did this one month trip to Costa Rica. Now I got a sublet for my apartment in Brooklyn that I had just moved into in Brooklyn. I was brand new to Brooklyn. So I'd never really got like, I never actually experienced the Brooklyn life. I mostly lived in the Upper East Side for when well, I lived in New York for those three, four years. And I got a subletter for two months. So I knew going on this trip that I was going to be in Costa Rica for longer. I got it for two months. I didn't know the how. I just said, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to go. And I ended up staying. I ended up meeting an amazing man. And we started traveling together. And then, long story short, we went to Mexico, Panama, back to Costa Rica, New York City to sell everything I owned to Florida, to Croatia, to Italy, to Portugal, to Tenerife, then back to Costa Rica, to Florida, back to Costa Rica, to the DR, back to Costa Rica, to um, where else? Oh my gosh. Some like little trips in between there to the States. Did I say Panama? I already said Panama. Um, Costa Rica, then back to Portugal, then to Thailand. And after Thailand, we went to Portugal. Then I did some stuff in Florida. We went back to Costa Rica. I just went to New York City, and now we're going back to Thailand. So I have been traveling the world for like two years now. And I do it because it is, you start to realize that anything is possible. Like you, you really start to question all your beliefs about the world. You start to question what you've been taught because when we were traveling during when all the bad things were happening in 2020, 2021 in the news, we would go to new countries and, and I don't have the, the thing, you know, the thing. And everyone would say, you have to try, like, you have to have it in order to travel. And we would go to all these countries and they would be like, welcome, come on in. It's, you know, fine. And so it was funny because in the news, they were saying all these one things, but on real life, it was chill. And I, it really made me start to question a lot of things in society where I realized that everyone is so afraid. Most people in the States are so afraid. They, everyone just wants to fit into the box, be like everyone else. You know, they don't want to take risks. And that's why I love entrepreneurship because it's all risk. It's all risk. It's all adventure. It's all challenge and reward, great reward. Um, comes with the great risks that you make in entrepreneurship. And so I 
fell in love with this idea that there's a world where people are defying all odds, where majority of the world says you can only make X amount of income and in entrepreneurship, we make as much as we want. Majority of the world says you can't travel in entrepreneurship, you can be your own boss and work wherever you want. And majority of the world says, you know, you have to work 40 hours a week, you have to wait till you're 60 something, five to retire, and then you're exhausted, and then you have to worry about all your money because you don't know how more money's gonna come in. But entrepreneurship says you can make your own, you can retire whenever. You don't even have to retire. You can live a life filled and fueled by passion. And I love that about entrepreneurship. So traveling the world, it's been a, a beautiful journey of just realizing that most things you learn in life are fake. They're not real. I live out of a carry-on suitcase. Literally a carry-on suitcase. I could go get it for you who's in my closet. Maybe we'll do another video on how I travel with that. But I live on out of this carry-on suitcase. I don't have that many clothes, although it is starting to get pretty filled, <laughs> my carry-on suitcase. So I just went to New York City and I hosted an event in Penthouse on Billionaire's Row in, at the Conrad. And I had to get sweaters because it was December event. It was freezing and I had to get like boots and sweaters and jackets and all the things. And it was freezing. And so my, my carry-on suitcase is getting a little stuffed, but I still do it. And I realized that you don't need a, a lot of things. You know, majority of the things you wear, you probably rewear the same stuff over and over again. <laughs> you do. You have your same dress, your same favorite jammies, your favorite underwear, your favorite workout clothes. Like you wear the same stuff over and over again. And I realized that when I lived in New York City, I was, I've kind of always been a minimalist in in America's terms. I remember one time my roommate came over, her mom came over and she was like, where's all your stuff? And I was like, well, they, they had a lot of, like, they liked like hoarding a lot of things. And I, I was the opposite. I was like, let's get rid of stuff. Let's get rid of things. But I'll always, I'll never forget that moment because it really stuck out to me. I was like, wow, I am someone that doesn't like a lot of stuff. And it, it's really helped me because like this, what you're looking at right now, my office in our Airbnb it's an Airbnb, it's not mine. And so through traveling the world, you know how when you have your own place, you start to kind of get like, you get like this nesting syndrome where you wanna buy things and move things around. I remember it in, in New York City where I would go and shop and go to like Home Depot and get new plants and new things and I always wanted to adjust and move a painting and rearrange. But what's been amazing in living out of these Airbnbs is that I can't do that. I can't, like, I actually did change the bedding and I did change pillows because I wanted to look better since this is going to be my background and I moved some plants around. But I can't, like, go buy a painting and hanging up on the wall or, you know, this is all stuff that was here. Like, they had the extra bedding. I work with what I got. I can't, like, switch everything up. So... On one hand, I think, wow, it would be nice to buy a home, and I probably will do that soon. But on the other hand, it's really nice because I haven't had in two years the ability to be able to like shift what I'm living inside, which gives me more room to create for you and more room to serve my customers and focus on the business and my health instead of all of these outside things. So, yeah. And, you know, also traveling, just being around so many different cultures, I forget how much more adaptable I am now. Like, you know, when we go to the grocery store, there's not American things here. My, my parents just visited and they were like, they don't have Ritz crackers. I'm like, 
No, <laughs> they don't have Ritz crackers here. Like you just come so you become so much more adaptable to your environment. You're, you know, I don't really speak Spanish fluently, but I can understand it. And, and just understanding different cultures and how people interact with one another. And, um, you, you know, it, it, it's just funny. Like in Thailand, we go to Muay Thai fights. And in the stadium, they have an, a seating area that says for Thai only people. Like you, if you are an expat, you are not allowed to sit in that area. But if you had something like that in the States like for Americans only, you know there would be so many problems. And it's so fascinating being in these different countries. Like Thai people are very racist extremely racist they they like expats and, and white people or uh, let's say like americans or canadians or europeans or australia like these people because they like the money but anything other than that they they're ex they're openly racist it's it's crazy being around all of these different communities you, you just learn how to adapt you learn how to get out of sticky situations uh, i could tell you so many crazy travel stories I mean, uh, I remember one time Robbie and I, this was when we first started, we first started dating and living together. We found ourselves in Panama and somehow we got on the wrong island. We were in Bocas del Toro, so like in the island areas. And we went to, we somehow took this mini boat to the wrong island and we had no service. And at that time I was, I had just left the States and I was traveling with this massive suitcase and he was being all like heroic and carrying the suitcase for me. And so he's like carrying the suitcase plus, plus his travel backpack. We have no service. We walk down this like random pathway to the end of the pier. And these people, they only speak Spanish. And Robbie's pretty much fluent in Spanish. So he's talking with them. And I'm like terrified. I'm like, oh, I have to jump in the water and swim away with like the piranhas, not piranhas, barracudas in the water. <laughs> and so... We've learned a lot about just like navigating, getting around safety. You know, I remember one time I was in Mexico and we were, I had to go get a test done, the C test done before traveling. And I remember walking down Mexico and, and I'm a really independent person. So I thought like I could just walk by myself. And within like the first five minutes of walking, I had to turn around because I felt so unsafe. I had walked into a community in Mexico that was just like, I probably shouldn't be walking here. And through those experiences, you, you just start to learn how to protect yourself. I mean, I have traveled with mace in my, in my fanny pack. I keep it like, whenever I travel, I travel with some sort of fanny pack like this. Especially in Thailand, it's really nice on the scooter, but I just, here I have a bicycle and I go like this and I, I keep it right here. So whatever I need is at reach right away. You can see my sunglasses are in my fanny pack here, but I always keep base on me and um, the, even, it's funny, TSA lets me bring it through. Like I brought it on every single plane because I only do carry on baggage and they let me bring it through. The other thing about traveling is that oh, we don't travel with toiletries. So we we go and we get to a new country, we go and get the toiletries. We don't bring it with us or carry it. Obviously, we, we both wear contacts. Contact solution, toothpaste, I think, are the two toiletries. And any sort of like skincare stuff that I have, those things definitely come with us. But other than that, nothing else comes along. So I hope you enjoyed this travel video. I hope that you start traveling more. I hope that you start seeing the world because we'll open up your eyes.
like nothing really matters and you can do whatever you want. There are no rules. That's, that's the one thing I learned. America is the only country where they try and enforce so many hard rules. Everywhere else, it's like Costa Rica, you can park wherever you want. Thailand, you can just buy your way into wherever you want. There are no rules. Rules aren't real. The Matrix is real and you can do whatever you want. Freedom Queen, put your crown on and I can't wait to see you travel and maybe we'll meet up around the world. Maybe we'll meet up at one of my retreats. Maybe you'll book a VIP weekend with me. Maybe you'll come to one of our conferences. Okay, Freedom Queen, I'll see you soon.